This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Hey, I'm Grant Hardy, and welcome to the Headlines segment. I tackle everything from health and lifestyle to accessibility and tech. I have it all right here on Kelly and Ramia. So obviously, it's because we missed you yesterday because of the long weekend. So Grant, you join us on a Tuesday. It's technically not even a bonus. It's just a makeup headline segment, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to transition now from I'm picturing the blues fiesta that mm. I'm not going to get to attend because I'm here to headlines. And I was doing a little blues song in my head about uh-huh. how you missed my headlines segment yesterday. Yeah. Do you have the whole chord progression for it or I can just pick up a banjo? Oh. And <laughs> <laughs> didn't have say, any headlines uh, yeah. yesterday. That's what we needed on your new music, didn't right? Yeah. We need no more. new blues music form. Didn't have no segment. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. wrong. There you go. Wow, we've uh, wow. butchered the heck out of this one. Maybe the, And um, not only that, we've eaten up all of his segments, yeah, no so kidding. we might as well not add one <laughs> we'll anyway. We'll get Chad GPT on this as we get to headlines. Oh, my gosh. Why didn't I You knew she was going to bring that up. It's her fixation. <laughs> Chad GPT. Uh, Tell us. yeah, Kelly, Kelly, Mr. McDonald, I got to give you credit for this article from the Canadian press because it's a really good one. Turns out that recently a panel of doctors, nurses and patients from across Canada, uh, they've they've issued several recommendations on basically how to make healthcare a little more equitable uh, and more accessible for disadvantaged people. For a lot of the reasons that we kind of know on the show, but sure, and some new yeah. ones too. I mean, we know that, in, uh, for example, indi- indigenous and racialized people, members of LGBTQI plus communities, people with low ca- incomes, and those living in rural or remote parts of Canada may be uh, among the populations without equal access equitable access to life-saving preventative screenings and tests. Uh, Some of those could be for reasons such as just services are less available in their areas. Some are due to understandable distrust of uh, the service providers. There's some interesting reasons, too, that I, I totally resonated with me. Like, one of them is that some people with special needs have a harder time keeping to specific appointment Mm. times, you know, and booking. This is such a fascinating one. Like, for example, if you apply for some sort of social services, you know, even social uh, assistance, at least in British Columbia, you require the ability to get somewhere at a very specific time, plus Mm -hmm. have a reliable computer with internet access to access communications, plus have a reliable phone that you can take random calls that may come at very specific times, which I always kind of think like, that's sort of a lot for a marginalized person to have. Well, and and if you really look at it, Grant, that's like saying you have to live in Vancouver, Victoria, somewhere where you have these services, even if you have the computer, even if you have the phone. A lot of people were talking about, and transportation, a big one, it's like saying, well, if you have a disability, why would you ever live out in the country? You bad person and that's ridiculous 
because you don't have seven thousand dollars a month maybe to spend on rent That's or you just right. like living out in the country <laughs> well and, and you guys out west i know this was one of the things that really blew my mind when when greyhound went away because they talked about people trying to make appointments that would get on a Greyhound bus, go three hours on that bus to get to where this doctor that they might, or specialist they might be going to see, saw them, and, and then later in the day, took a bus back home, maybe to come back next week again. So when you lose something like Greyhound, when you know and are aware there are people who count on this, I don't understand any government. That can allow that to happen without finding oh. either another service to subsidize. Help us out. Absolutely. I mean, it's just so heartbreaking. And even for those those non-essential services, mm -hmm. like, you know, people yeah. literally, yeah. I can't go, you know, they'll be like, I can't go see my partner anymore, you know, because they can't hop on the Greyhound. It was yeah. really easy no. to do. Go hang out for the weekend. Now they shut that down. Um. So just to kind of touch base on a few of these, you can, uh, you know, Google if you want the whole article. But so one of them, they say early colorectal screening, uh, screening. So it turns out that colon cancer is very preventable. There is sort of an in-home, in uh, like, fecal test that you can do, send it back. It gives you your result about whether you need to proceed further. We actually right. do have a program like that in BC, but they're saying to uh, expand it earlier and younger across yeah. all Canada. Also, uh-huh. I think that's, that's the what one. they call it, the fit kit, right? Yeah, that's the one. Also cervical self-testing. So they say like the at-home colorectal cancer screening test, uh, self-swabs to detect human, uh, uh, HPV virus can cause, uh, which can cause cervical cancer, could also be sent to people's homes, and that could help overcome some barriers to getting tested per, for HPV, uh, such as just the uh, fact that women with disabilities, Black women, people who identify as LGBTQI+, uh, people born outside of Canada, uh, and maybe people with uh, uh, sexual trauma may be less likely to have those tests accessible to them or be willing to get those tests. Uh, and there, there are a number, a number of other things, uh, such as uh, cardiovascular uh, screening and uh, testing as well, uh, as well as equitable access to people with special needs to have their own GP. So definitely lots of interesting material here. Yeah, there is. And I think that there is this underlying question of just uh, when we're talking marginalized communities, um, BIPOC communities, LGBTQ+, there is just this question of trust, right? Trust of our government, trust of the the um, the leadership and trust that, you know, these people in these populations feel like they're being taken care of. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. we feel like we're paying our taxes or parts of society, like we're, you know, part of the mix of things. But then there are these huge discrepancies and inequalities when it comes to major problems and topics like healthcare. And you start to wonder, you know, how long have people been on the search for family physicians? How long have people been just uninformed about a lot of these, like for other people, maybe just basic screening methods or basic things that you could just find uh, when you're looking for them and and grant that just differentiates the conversation so significantly between uh, parts of our population it does no absolutely and just that 
that availability in the first place, but also the trust. At a certain point, you have to actually take into account the human experiences yes. instead of assuming people are going to be behave in a way that we don't. Like we've said for so long, you know, why like why are people you know, making a fuss about nothing, whatever, when they could just go into the doctor and yeah. do the the screening of even intimate you know, areas, whatever. Well, like maybe if enough humans are behaving this mm. way, like it's it's necessary to take in the human experience and realize like, okay, maybe we need a different approach yeah. here. Oh, absolutely. So much of the time we're, we're not even aware uh, about the differences in experiences. Like it's mm -hmm. really just not, even if it's Let brought up, we're just ignorant to it. Of it. Yes, absolutely. Right? Oh, even gosh, just doing yes. a lot yeah. of these tests bias and then everything else, right? Yep. We don't identify the yep. bias. We don't even know. Cool, Grant. Yeah, it certainly have a lot of work to do, a lot of steps to take, but it looks like those brilliant people out there are doing the research and yes. bringing it to us. Check it out. Exactly. Thank you so much. Thanks, pal. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.